This is the Privy's Top 5 Stories of the Week, May 19th, 2017. I am Courtney. Let's get started. With our number 5 story, May 17th, which was this past Wednesday, marked the International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia, calling attention to discrimination and violence faced by the LGBTQ community around the world. According to LGBTQ Nation, this day was first observed in 2005, and it was celebrated in 120 countries. Now, this day is so important as same-sex relationships are still outlawed in dozens of countries and at least 10 countries where it is still punishable by death. Anti-LGBTQ sentiment has been on the rise over the past several years in such places as Russia and many parts of Africa. While the transgender community faces barriers to acceptance in regards to their gender identity and heightened discrimination and violence, even in comparison to other members of the LGB community. This year in America alone, at least 10 transgender individuals have been murdered as a result of anti-trans bigotry. Last year was the highest reported year on record for the murder of trans people, which had also been true the previous year. Organizations fighting for LGBTQ rights face a daunting task at times, but have made notable progress throughout the years, both in the United States and abroad. The International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia not only helps raise awareness, but it also works to raise needed funds for those groups to continue their advocacy work so that further progress can be made. On to our number four story. The first person in the nation will be sentenced for an anti-trans hate crime. Joshua Vallum is scheduled to appear before a federal judge Monday in Mississippi after pleading guilty in December to hate crime charges in the 2015 death of 17-year-old Mercedes Williamson. Williamson was a born male but transitioned to a female. Prosecutors say Valium and Williamson dated and that he killed his transgender girlfriend because he worried fellow gang members would discover their relationship and kill both of them because gay sex was strictly forbidden by the Latin Kings gang. The case has been closely watched by LGBT groups nationwide who cite studies showing transgender people are particularly likely to be victims of violent crimes. A 2009 federal hate crimes law included protections for gay and transgender people, but of the 47 people prosecuted during the period reviewed by the Associated Press, none were offenses against transgender people. Harper Jean Tobin, a spokeswoman for the National Center for Transgender Equality, said the murder was part of an epidemic of violence against transgender people in the United States. She was quoted by saying, It's essential that biased crime against trans people be recognized as a serious national problem. In 2009, the U.S. Congress expanded a federal hate crime law to include crimes motivated by a victim's sexual orientation, among other factors. And on to our number three story. The families of murdered gay men filed a joint lawsuit against London's Metropolitan Police for not recognizing the signs of a gay serial killer. Stephen Port, who is known as the Grinder Killer, lured four different gay men to his house using various gay dating websites and drugged them with lethal doses of GHB and then killed them. 
According to the families of the murdered gay man, police missed crucial connections to the four murders because the victims were gay. Police have admitted to missed opportunities in the cases and 17 officers are currently being investigated for misconduct by the Independent Police Complaints Commission. Our number two story this week goes out to San Francisco. The San Francisco metro area has more LGBTQ residents than any other American city and has long been at the forefront in the fight for civil rights. Yet the city has never had an openly gay mayor, and that could all change as State Senator Mark Leno has announced he will run in 2019. If he can manage to do what no other has done before and become San Francisco's first gay mayor, it will be his third time making history within his career. He was the first openly gay man in the state senate and the first openly gay man in the California State Assembly. The election of Leno would also be notable nationwide, showing that even in a time of increasingly right-wing politics nationally, LGBTQ history is still being made. And in our number one story, after the U.S. denies visas to gay and bi men fleeing torture in Chechnya, Lithuania grants asylum. Days after a Russian official announced there is no prosecution of gay and bisexual men in Chechnya, Lithuania has stepped forward to give asylum to two gay men fleeing the prosecution that Russia says doesn't exist. Lithuania's foreign minister said that the two gay men traveled to Lithuania to escape harassment in Russia. His government issued visas to two people from Chechnya who were prosecuted because their sexual orientation. Lithuania is among the first EU nations to accept gay asylum seekers from Russia. And those are the Privy's top five stories of the week, May 19th, 2017. Be sure to hit us on Twitter at The Privy Podcast and let us know what you think about our top five stories. Thanks for listening.